This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, December 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. The first full day of winter brought a mixed bag of precipitation to the Twin Tiers with periods of heavy snow followed by wind-driven rain. The National Weather Service office at the Greater Binghamton Airport issued a winter weather advisory for yesterday afternoon. A wind advisory was posted for late yesterday through 5 p.m. today. Forecasters predicted south winds could gust up to 50 miles per hour. The winds were expected to blow around unsecured objects. Tree limbs may also be brought down, resulting in scattered power outages. Temperatures this morning were expected to be in the 40s, but forecasters were warning of a flash freeze. They said temperatures could plunge into the low teens by late this afternoon. The village of Endicott has been awarded a $10 million grant designed to revitalize its downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced that Endicott was a winner in the latest round of the state's downtown revitalization initiative. Eight transformational projects are to be funded as part of an effort to attract businesses and create jobs. According to a news release from the governor's office, about $3.1 million is to be used to better link areas in the heart of Endicott using sidewalk and streetscape improvement, signage, landscaping, and lighting. The abandoned Kmart store in the former Endicott Plaza west of the village's business district is to be renovated. The 18-acre site between Vestal and Harrison Avenues is to be used as a warehouse distribution center by Green Mountain Electric Supply of Vermont. $3.1 million in DRI funding is being allocated for that project. $910,000 is to be used to help pay for renovation of a building at 3236 Washington Avenue. Two upper floor apartments are planned along with development of a restaurant. $1,141,000 will be provided for building and site upgrades at the Southern Tier Community Center, the former Boys and Girls Club building just east of Union Endicott High School. The state grant also will make available $271,000 to set up a wine tasting business in a newly constructed building in the Little Italy neighborhood on Endicott's north side. In Broome County Court, Muhammad Aziz, age 23 of Johnson City, was sentenced to five years in New York State Prison and five years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. On the 15th of June, 2022, the New York State Police Special Operations Response Team executed a search warrant at Aziz residence at 305 Grand Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Police recovered a quantity of cocaine and methamphetamine, along with an illegal and loaded 9mm pistol. Michael Perez, age 34, of Johnson City, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree. On November 5, 2021, Perez assaulted and threatened a UHS security officer with a knife outside of a UHS medical facility on Clinton Street in Binghamton. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said illegal weapon possession is a direct cause of violence in our community. Those who cannot abide by the law will be held accountable. Ramian Burt, age 46, of Albany, and Marion Frampton, age 43, of the Bronx, New York, were each sentenced today to 120 months in prison for conspiring to distribute and possessing with intent to distribute fentanyl and cocaine. In pleading guilty, Burton and Frampton admitted to driving from Albany to New York City to pick up fentanyl and cocaine for distribution in February of 2021. On the drive back to Albany, they were stopped by the New York State Police heading northbound on Interstate 87 in Catskill, New York and 31 grams of fentanyl were discovered in a plastic bag in Frampton's boot. In searching the vehicle, the New York State Police discovered an additional 53 grams of fentanyl and 496 grams of cocaine in the glove compartment. 
Burt and Frampton admitted to possessing the fentanyl and cocaine and intending to distribute it. In 2002, Burt and Frampton were respectively convicted of possession with intent to distribute a controlled substance and conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute a controlled substance in the, New York, in the United States District Court for the Northern District of New York. Burt and Frampton were also each sentenced to an eight-year term of post-release supervision. State police in Watertown arrested David L. Eads, age 51, from Watertown, New York, for predatory sexual assault against a child, an A2 felony, and endangering the welfare of a child, a Class A misdemeanor. Eads' arrest is a result of a criminal investigation into sexual abuse against a female from 2015 to 2022, while the victim was 8 years old until 15 years old. Eads was processed at State Police Watertown and arraigned in Watertown City Court, where he was ordered held without bail pending a hearing. Just in time for Christmas, New York legislators passed a bill in both houses on Thursday that will make them the best-paid state lawmakers in the nation. If signed by the governor, members of the state assembly and Senate will make a base salary of $142,000 in the new year, a 29% raise over their current salary of $110,000. That raise would send them racing ahead of state lawmakers in California, who are the nation's best-paid legislators with a yearly base pay at about $119,000. Luis Madrigal Grijales, age 35, of Baltimore, Maryland, pled guilty to unlawfully transporting three illegal immigrants. As part of his guilty plea, Madrigal Grijales admitted that on a date prior to October 8, 2022, he was contacted by an individual who asked him to drive to Champlain, New York, to pick up illegal immigrants and drive them back to Maryland. On October 8, Madrigal Grijales drove to Champlain, New York, from his home in Maryland and picked up three illegal immigrants. His vehicle was subsequently stopped by police near Plattsburgh, New York. Madrigal Grijales admitted that he planned to drive the individuals to Maryland and that he expected to be paid approximately $1,500. He now faces up to 10 years in prison and up to three years of supervised release and up to a $250,000 fine. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Gold Toyota Studios, this is WMBF. You'll make your holiday happier when you drive home a new Toyota from Galt Toyota. So how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing well. well. Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, uh, I just haven't been feeling like me lately. for you, right? And their support, too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation. At be there for veterans.com. Individual rates come. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, December 23rd. It's 612. You're listening to WNBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. 
Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township and State Route 1037 in Great Bend Township will have lane restrictions for brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, a wind advisory in effect until 5 p.m. today. Right now about 42 degrees, some light rain outside, warm morning, windchill has it at 37 degrees. Today rain before 1 p.m., then snow, areas of blowing snow after 1 p.m., temperatures falling to around 13 degrees by 5 p.m., windchill values as low as negative 4 degrees and wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, 100% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a chance of snow showers, mainly between 7 p.m. and midnight. Areas of blowing snow before 8 p.m., cloudy with a low near 3 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 17, wind as high as 33 miles per hour, chance of snow 50%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 12 degrees, wind as low as negative 17 degrees, and wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 8 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 8, wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. Christmas Day, partly sunny with a high near 22, wind as high as 25 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 11 degrees. 614, you're listening to WMBF. Here in colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Six sixteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Trevor Lawrence leaped for a touchdown, and the Jacksonville Jaguars continued their push towards the playoffs with their third straight victory, nineteen to three, over an embarrassed Zach Wilson and the New York Jets on a rainy, windy night. Lawrence finished twenty of thirty-one for two hundred and twenty-nine yards and ran for fifty-one yards, and the score on seven carries for the Jaguars. Wilson was booed frequently before he was replaced in the third quarter by Chris Streveler, elevated from the practice squad before the game. Jacksonville would win the AFC South title with victories in its final two games. The Buffalo Bills can clinch their third straight AFC East title when they meet the Bears in frigid Chicago on Saturday. And a number one seed and a number one playoff seed is in sight. The Bills clinched their fourth straight playoff berth with last week's win over Miami and would lock up the division with a win or tie against Chicago. A loss or tie by the Dolphins against Green Bay would also do it. Buffalo has the inside track toward the top seed in the AFC 
Saturday's game won't be easy, with the National Weather Service predicting a high of 10 degrees with gusting winds. Rangers and Islanders played last night. Capo Caco scored the tie-breaking goal with 2.47 remaining, and the New York Rangers rallied for a 5-3 win over the crosstown rival Islanders for their eighth win in nine games. Barclay Goodrow had a goal and two assists. Julian Gauthier had a goal and an assist, and Artemi Panarin and Vincent Trocek also scored for the Rangers. Igor Shesterkin stopped 15 shots. Matthew Barzal and Alexander Romanov each had a goal and an assist, and Anders Lee also scored for the Islanders, who lost for the fifth time in six games. Ilya Sorokin finished with 29 saves. Some baseball news. Agent Scott Boris says the San Francisco Giants asked for more time to investigate and discuss medical records of Carlos Correa and let a 1 p.m. Pacific time deadline Tuesday pass to finalize that deal. Boris then struck a $315 million 12-year deal with the free-spending Mets, and Correa headed to New York for a physical yesterday. Boris said results usually come back within 24 to 48 hours, and timing of an announcement was up to the team. A news conference likely won't be scheduled until next month after the holiday break. And it has been an epic holiday season already for several major league teams and players a year after baseball trudged through an ugly labor dispute. Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, and Trey Turner combined for almost $1 billion in player contracts. Xander Bogarts, Jacob deGrom, Dansby Swanson, Carlos Rodon, Brandon Nimmo, and Wilson Contreras added up to another billion. Major League Baseball's March labor deal with the Players Union is a major engine behind the spending, along with a deep group of free agent options. And Steve Cohen. Can't take Steve Cohen out of that mix. Simply the willingness to spend that money is certainly forcing the hand of a couple other teams to maybe spend a little more than they were intending to spend. Just to outbid Steve Cohen and get the players that they want to get. Now, it doesn't help for teams like the Athletics and Pirates with under $50 million payrolls. But it's always a friendly reminder that there's no such thing as a small market baseball team. No, no. Every single owner ownership group is billionaire. Every single one. They could all spend this kind of money. Other baseball news. Trevor Bauer has been reinstated by Major League Baseball's independent arbiter, arbitrator, allowing the pitcher to resume his career at the start of the 2023 season. The Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher was given an unprecedented two-season suspension without pay by baseball commissioner Rob Manfred on April 29th. The suspension was for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy, after a San Diego woman said Bauer beat and sexually abused her last year. Bauer denied the accusation. Major League Baseball said arbitrator Martin Schneidman upheld a 194-game suspension, but reinstated Bauer immediately. The suspension will cost Bauer more than $37 million in salary. And Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is not expected to play Saturday against Dallas because of a sprained right shoulder. Philadelphia will instead start Gardner Minshew. Hertz was injured on a hard tackle in Sunday's win at Chicago. The Eagles have the best record in the NFL at 13-1 and can clinch the NFC East title and the number one seed in the conference with a win against the Cowboys. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Hopes for a Santa Claus rally are quickly fading. After being down by 800 points around midday, the Dow Jones gave up 349 on Thursday to close barely above 33,000. 
The Standard & Poor's 500 and the Nasdaq Composite dove 1.45 and 2.18% respectively. Bloomberg reports this morning that Meta has agreed to pay $725 million to settle a long-running lawsuit that claimed that Facebook illegally shared user data with the research firm Cambridge Analytica. That UK-based company was connected to Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign and had gained access to 87 million Facebook users' data. Tesla is doubling its December discount to $7,500 for Model 3 sedans and Model Y SUVs. Analysts call the move a sign of slowing demand and competition from other EV manufacturers. The boosted discount comes ahead of a new federal tax credit of $7,500. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The ba- Six twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Dementia is the only top ten cause of death that has no true prevention, treatment, or cure. But there are things you can do to lower your risk of developing dementia. The latest: knowing you have high blood pressure and taking medication to treat it. Researchers looked at data on tens of thousands of adults and found that a drop of 10 milliliters of mercury on the systolic and 4 milliliters of mercury on the diastolic blood pressure readings significantly lowered the risk of a dementia diagnosis. Remember, systolic is the top number of a blood pressure reading. Diastolic is the bottom number. Now, if you want to try lifestyle changes before asking your doctor about medication, experts recommend limiting alcohol, managing stress, stopping smoking, eating a well-balanced and low-salt diet, and of course, getting plenty of exercise and don't forget to get plenty of sleep. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. What's your least favorite season? Now, if you're like me, it's cold and flu season. So get relief from it this year with Mucinex DM. With cough and chest congestion relief for 12 hours in just one dose, that's three times longer than four-hour products. Mucinex DM makes any season comeback season, even cold and flu season. Get three times the relief in just one dose with Mucinex DM. It couldn't be simpler. Nothing lasts longer among over-the-counter cough and cold remedies. Mucinex DM provides 12 hours of relief for chest congestion and cough, day or night. Use as directed. The Catholic School. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 628 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. The New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township and 1037 in Great Bend Township. We'll have lane restrictions for brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees, some light rain in the area. Wind chill has it at 37 degrees and a wind advisory in effect until 5 p.m. today. 
Today, rain before 1 p.m., then snow. Areas of blowing snow after 1 p.m., temperatures falling to around 13 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind chill as low as negative 4 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, chance of rain 100%. Tonight, chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a chance of snow showers, mainly between 7 p.m. and midnight. Areas of blowing snow before 8 p.m., cloudy with a low near 3 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, chance of rain 50%. Tomorrow, slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 12 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 17. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 8 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 8. Wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. Christmas Day, partly sunny with a high near 22. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 11 degrees. 629, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 631 on WMBF, now time for an ABC Entertainment update. Entertainment News. I know how to sing. Whitney Houston's story hits the big screen today in the film I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's an intimate look at Houston's rise to fame and her eventual downfall, portrayed by Naomi Ackle. Director Casey Lemons tells us Houston's estate handpicked the British actress. They saw something in her after a rigorous search for, for who was going to play Whitney. They saw that spark that reminded them of the person that they knew very well and loved. Also new in theaters this weekend, let's go to Babylon. What I do means something. The latest film from Oscar-winning La La Land director Damien Chazelle stars Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, and Brad Pitt in a hedonistic tale about Hollywood's transition from silent films to talkies. You know, we hear about sex, drugs, and rock and roll of the 60s, early 70s. I think they had him beat. And on the small screen, the new Knives Out murder mystery Glass Onion hits Netflix. And Pearl Jam frontman Eddie Vedder is 58 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Such a Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, December 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. The first full day of winter brought a mixed bag of precipitation to the Twin Tiers with periods of heavy snow followed by wind-driven rain. The National Weather Service office at the Greater Binghamton Airport issued a winter weather advisory for yesterday afternoon. A wind advisory was posted for late yesterday through 5 p.m. today. Forecasters predicted south winds could gust up to 50 miles per hour. The winds were expected to blow around unsecured objects. Tree limbs may also be brought down, resulting in scattered power outages. Temperatures this morning were expected to be in the 40s, but forecasters were warning of a flash freeze. They said temperatures could plunge into the low teens by late this afternoon. The village of Endicott has been awarded a $10 million grant designed to revitalize its downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced that Endicott was a winner in the latest round of the state's downtown revitalization initiative. Eight transformational projects are to be funded as part of an effort to attract businesses and create jobs. According to a news release from the governor's office, about $3.1 million is to be used to better link areas in the heart of Endicott using sidewalk and streetscape improvement, signage, landscaping, and lighting. The abandoned Kmart store in the former Endicott Plaza west of the village's business district is to be renovated. The 18-acre site between Vestal and Harrison Avenues is to be used as a warehouse distribution center by Green Mountain Electric Supply of Vermont. 
3.1 million in DRI funding is being allocated for that project. 910,000 is to be used to help pay for renovation of a building at 3236 Washington Avenue. Two upper floor apartments are planned along with development of a restaurant. $1,141,000 will be provided for building and site upgrades at the Southern Tier Community Center, the former Boys and Girls Club building just east of Union Endicott High School. The state grant also will make available $271,000 to set up a wine tasting business in a newly constructed building in the Little Italy neighborhood on Endicott's north side. In Broome County Court, Muhammad Aziz, age 23 of Johnson City, was sentenced to five years in New York State Prison and five years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. On the 15th of June 2022, the New York State Police Special Operations Response Team executed a search warrant at Aziz residence at 305 Grand Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Police recovered a quantity of cocaine and methamphetamine, along with an illegal and loaded 9mm pistol. Michael Perez, age 34, of Johnson City, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree. On November 5, 2021, Perez assaulted and threatened a UHS security officer with a knife outside of a UHS medical facility on Clinton Street in Binghamton. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said illegal weapon possession is a direct cause of violence in our community. Those who cannot abide by the law will be held accountable. Ramian Burt, age 46, of Albany, and Marion Frampton, age 43, of the Bronx, New York, were each sentenced today to 120 months in prison for conspiring to distribute and possessing with intent to distribute fentanyl and cocaine. In pleading guilty, Burton and Frampton admitted to driving from Albany to New York City to pick up fentanyl and cocaine for distribution in February of 2021. On the drive back to Albany, they were stopped by the New York State Police heading northbound on Interstate 87 in Catskill, New York, and 31 grams of fentanyl were discovered in a plastic bag in Frampton's boot. In searching the vehicle, the New York State Police discovered an additional 53 grams of fentanyl and 496 grams of cocaine in the glove compartment. Burt and Frampton admitted to possessing the fentanyl and cocaine and intending to distribute it. In 2002, Burt and Frampton were respectively convicted of possession with intent to distribute a controlled substance and conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute a controlled substance in the, New York, in the United States District Court for the Northern District of New York. Burt and Frampton were also each sentenced to an eight-year term of post-release supervision. State police in Watertown arrested David L. Eads, age 51, from Watertown, New York, for predatory sexual assault against a child, an A2 felony, and endangering the welfare of a child, a Class A misdemeanor. Eads' arrest is a result of a criminal investigation into sexual abuse against a female from 2015 to 2022, while the victim was eight years old until 15 years old. Eads was processed at State Police Watertown and arraigned in Watertown City Court, where he was ordered held without bail pending a hearing. Just in time for Christmas, New York legislators passed a bill in both houses on Thursday that will make them the best-paid state lawmakers in the nation. If signed by the governor, members of the state assembly and Senate will make a base salary of $142,000 in the new year, a 29% raise over their current salary of $110,000. That raise would send them racing ahead of state lawmakers in California, who are the nation's best-paid legislators, with a yearly base pay at about $119,000. Luis Madrigal Grijales, age 35, of Baltimore, Maryland, pled guilty to unlawfully transporting three illegal immigrants. As part of his guilty plea, Madrigal Grijales admitted that on a date prior to October 8, 2022, he was contacted by an individual who asked him to drive to Champlain, New York, to pick up illegal immigrants and drive them back to Maryland. 
On October 8th, Madrigal Gorjales drove to Champlain, New York from his home in Maryland and picked up three illegal immigrants. His vehicle was subsequently stopped by police near Plattsburgh, New York. Madrigal Grajales admitted that he planned to drive the individuals to Maryland and that he expected to be paid approximately $1,500. He now faces up to 10 years in prison and up to three years of supervised release and up to a $250,000 fine. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm. Six forty on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. A lot of stuff coming up with WMBF in the Binghamton area. As you've heard me talk about before, Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March twenty fifth. It's going to come here sooner than you think. It will arrive sooner than you think it will. These winter months, they move quick. Binghamton on Tap is moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. To get tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event, you don't want to find yourself March 24th, Friday, saying, you know what, I want to do something fun this weekend. Maybe I'll go to the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. Oh no, why are tickets so expensive? I should have listened to James in December when he said get that $60 VIP ticket early and the $43 general admission if you don't want to be a very important person. I get it. I don't want to be a very important person. I like to blend in with the crowd. General admission, that's where I live. But you want to get those right now so you can go to the Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival and not have to worry about paying an arm and a leg to get there. Once again, Saturday, March 25th. You got three months, three months to get those tickets. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. It's nice to think about golf in these winter weather months. A lot of the forecasts, I'm seeing a lot of negatives with the wind chill. Tonight, wind chill values as low as negative 17 degrees. Now, you can't tell me that you hear negative 17 degrees. And you don't think, you know what? I wish it was summer. I could go out golfing. I could use the clubhouse card, get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop to practice, and then hit 30 of the area's best golf courses. I would much rather be doing that than freezing in my negative 17 degree Binghamton winter weather. So now's the time to take a look at the clubhouse card. 643, you're listening to WMBF. Dad needed help getting around. I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org slash caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Ammo is a... Six forty six on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. 
Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township. We'll have lane restrictions for slide repair and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees outside, some light rain in the area. Windchill has it at 37 degrees. A wind advisory in effect until 5 p.m. today. Today, rain before 1 p.m., then snow. Areas of blowing snow after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 13 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind chill as low as negative 4 degrees. Chance of rain 100%. Tonight, chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a chance of snow showers, mainly between 7 p.m. and midnight. Areas of blowing snow before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 3 degrees. Wind chill values as low as negative 17. 50% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 12 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 17, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 8 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 8. And Christmas Day, partly sunny with a high near 22, wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 11 degrees. 647, you're listening to WMBF. I never... When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold I want to day. Be a football I stadium. want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Where's the one place in your home that should be totally private? Your bathroom. But it's not private if your iRobot Roomba vacuum cleaner is in there with you. Pictures of a woman sitting on a toilet with her pants down to her thighs were leaked on private Facebook and Discord groups. Thanks to the robotic vacuum cleaners workers. I'm Kim Commando brought to you by Simply Safe. Get a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafekim.com. The images of the woman using the toilet were shared on social by iRobot's gig workers, whose job it is to label audio, photo, and video data in order to train the company's artificial intelligence. Now, usually they're labeling things like stairs, a television, or doggy door, but somehow these pics got put into the AI training groups. Now, iRobot says that this only happened to a testing version of the robotic vacuum cleaner. Didn't happen to anybody else. But it does make you wonder what picks might be in those groups, too. Enter to win a $500 gift card at commando.com slash win. It's that time of year. Classic Christmas movies and heartwarming holiday rom-coms. If you're tired of the nonstop holiday movies, give yourself the gift of ExpressVPN this year. With the ExpressVPN app, you can change your online location and trick Netflix into giving you a whole new library of content. It's really simple to do. Just open up the ExpressVPN app on your computer, TV, or phone. Change the location to a country with the content you'd like to watch. Then refresh Netflix. That's it. You can even use this trick on other services like Disney+, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and more. ExpressVPN is blazing fast. There's never any buffering or lag, so you can enjoy all your favorite shows in HD quality. So this holiday season, give yourself a brand new library of content. 
Go to expressvpn.com slash Kim right now to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. You are a waste, a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Who's thirsty? on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Trevor Lawrence leaped for a touchdown, and the Jacksonville Jaguars continued their push towards the playoffs with their third straight victory, 19-3, over an embarrassed Zach Wilson and the New York Jets on a rainy, windy night. Lawrence finished 20-31 of for 229 yards and ran for 51 yards, and the score on seven carries for the Jaguars. Wilson was booed frequently before he was replaced in the third quarter by Chris Strevelar, elevated from the practice squad before the game. Jacksonville would win the AFC South title with victories in its final two games. The Buffalo Bills can clinch their third straight AFC East title when they meet the Bears in frigid Chicago on Saturday. And a number one seed, a number one playoff seed is in sight. The Bills clinched their fourth straight playoff berth with last week's win over Miami and would lock up the division with a win or tie against Chicago. A loss or tie by the Dolphins against Green Bay would also do it. Buffalo has the inside track towards the top seed in the AFC. Saturday's game won't be easy, with the National Weather Service predicting a high of 10 degrees with gusting wind. Rangers and Islanders played last night. Capo Caco scored the tie-breaking goal with 2.47 remaining. And the New York Rangers rallied for a 5-3 win over the crosstown rival Islanders for their eighth win in nine games. Barclay Goodrow had a goal and two assists. Julian Gauthier had a goal and an assist. And Artemi Panarin and Vincent Trocek also scored for the Rangers. Igor Shesterkin stopped 15 shots. Matthew Barzal and Alexander Romanov each had a goal and an assist. And Anders Lee also scored for the Islanders, who lost for the fifth time in six games. Ilya Sorokin finished with 29 saves. Some baseball news. Agent Scott Boris says the San Francisco Giants asked for more time to investigate and discuss medical records of Carlos Correa and let a 1 p.m. deadline Tuesday pass to finalize the deal. Boris then struck a $315 million 12-year deal with the free-spending Mets, and Correa is heading to New York for a physical Underwent the physical yesterday. Boris said the results usually come back within 24 to 48 hours, and timing of an announcement was up to the team. A news conference likely won't be scheduled until next month after the holiday break. And it has been an epic holiday season already. For several major league teams and players, a year after baseball trudged through an ugly labor dispute, Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, and Trey Turner combined for almost $1 billion in player contracts. Xander Bogarts, Jacob deGrom, Dansby Swanson, Carlos Rodon, Brandon Nimmo, and Wilson Contreras added up to another billion. Major League Baseball's March labor deal with the Players Union is a major engine behind the spending, along with a deep group of free agent options, and also some free spending owners. The Mets and Padres 
higher above the rest of them. But it's different. Steve Cohen, the richest owner in baseball, by a pretty good margin. So he has money to spend on the Mets. The Mets, a New York team, a big market. But the San Diego Padres, not shy when it comes to spending money. They're the fifth smallest TV market. So if there was such a thing as a small market team in baseball, it'd be the San Diego Padres. But perfectly willing to spend over $200 million on their roster. So that certainly helps the free agent offseason move along quickly. With free-flowing money and a bunch of superstars on the roster. Other baseball news, Trevor Bauer has been reinstated by Major League Baseball's independent arbitrator, allowing the pitcher to resume his career at the start of 2023 season. The Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher was given an unprecedented two-season suspension without pay by baseball commissioner Rob Manfred on April 29th. The suspension was for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy after a San Diego woman said Bauer beat and sexually abused her last year. Bauer denied the accusation. Major League Baseball and arbitrator Martin Scheiman upheld a 194-game suspension but reinstated Bauer immediately. The suspension will cost Bauer more than $37 million in salary. 659. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We've got two more hours to go. Before we wrap it up for the week, head out to the holiday weekend. And we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in and contribute. ABC News, up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, December 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. The first full day of winter brought a mixed bag of precipitation to the Twin Tiers with periods of heavy snow followed by wind-driven rain. The National Weather Service office at the Greater Binghamton Airport issued a winter weather advisory for yesterday afternoon. A wind advisory was posted for late yesterday through 5 p.m. today. Forecasters predicted south winds could gust up to 50 miles per hour. The winds were expected to blow around unsecured objects. Tree limbs may also be brought down, resulting in scattered power outages. Temperatures this morning were expected to be in the 40s, but forecasters were warning of a flash freeze. They said temperatures could plunge into the low teens by late this afternoon. The village of Endicott has been awarded a $10 million grant designed to revitalize its downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced that Endicott was a winner in the latest round of the state's downtown revitalization initiative. Eight transformational projects are to be funded as part of an effort to attract businesses and create jobs. According to a news release from the governor's office, about $3.1 million is to be used to better link areas in the heart of Endicott using sidewalk and streetscape improvement, signage, landscaping, and lighting. The abandoned Kmart store in the former Endicott Plaza west of the village's business district is to be renovated. The 18-acre site between Vestal and Harrison Avenues is to be used as a warehouse distribution center by Green Mountain Electric Supply of Vermont. $3.1 3.1 million in DRI funding is being allocated for that project. 910,000 is to be used to help pay for renovation of a building at 3236 Washington Avenue. Two upper floor apartments are planned along with development of a restaurant. 
$1,141,000 will be provided for building and site upgrades at the Southern Tier Community Center, the former Boys and Girls Club building just east of Union Endicott High School. The state grant also will make available $271,000 to set up a wine-tasting business in a newly constructed building in the Little Italy neighborhood on Endicott's north side. In Broome County Court, Mohammed Aziz, age 23, of Johnson City, was sentenced to five years in New York State Prison and five years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. On the 15th of June, 2022, the New York State Police Special Operations Response Team executed a search warrant at Aziz residence at 305 Grand Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Police recovered a quantity of cocaine and methamphetamine, along with an illegal and loaded 9mm pistol. Michael Perez, age 34, of Johnson City, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree. On November 5, 2021, Perez assaulted and threatened a UHS security officer with a knife outside of a UHS medical facility on Clinton Street in Binghamton. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said illegal weapon possession is a direct cause of violence in our community. Those who cannot abide by the law will be held accountable. Ramian Burt, age 46, of Albany, and Marion Frampton, age 43, of the Bronx, New York, were each sentenced today to 120 months in prison for conspiring to distribute and possessing with intent to distribute fentanyl and cocaine. In pleading guilty, Burton and Frampton admitted to driving from Albany to New York City to pick up fentanyl and cocaine for distribution in February of 2021. On the drive back to Albany, they were stopped by the New York State Police heading northbound on Interstate 87 in Catskill, New York, and 31 grams of fentanyl were discovered in a plastic bag in Frampton's boot. In searching the vehicle, the New York State Police discovered an additional 53 grams of fentanyl and 496 grams of cocaine in the glove compartment. Burt and Frampton admitted to possessing the fentanyl and cocaine and intending to distribute it. In 2002, Burt and Frampton were respectively convicted of possession with intent to distribute a controlled substance and conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute a controlled substance in the, New York, in the United States District Court for the Northern District of New York. Burt and Frampton were also each sentenced to an eight-year term of post-release supervision. State police in Watertown arrested David L. Eads, age 51, from Watertown, New York, for predatory sexual assault against a child, an A2 felony, and endangering the welfare of a child, a Class A misdemeanor. Eads' arrest is a result of a criminal investigation into sexual abuse against a female from 2015 to 2022, while the victim was 8 years old until 15 years old. Eads was processed at State Police Watertown and arraigned in Watertown City Court, where he was ordered held without bail pending a hearing. Just in time for Christmas, New York legislators passed a bill in both houses on Thursday that will make them the best-paid state lawmakers in the nation. If signed by the governor, members of the state assembly and senate will make a base salary of $142,000 in the new year, a 29% raise over their current salary of $110,000. That raise would send them racing ahead of state lawmakers in California, who are the nation's best-paid legislators, with a yearly base pay at about $119,000. Luis Madrigal Grijales, age 35, of Baltimore, Maryland, pled guilty to unlawfully transporting three illegal immigrants. As part of his guilty plea, Madrigal Grijales admitted that on a date prior to October 8, 2022, he was contacted by an individual who asked him to drive to Champlain, New York, to pick up illegal immigrants and drive them back to Maryland. On October 8th, Madrigal Grijales drove to Champlain, New York from his home in Maryland and picked up three illegal immigrants. His vehicle was subsequently stopped by police near Plattsburgh, New York. 
Madrigal Grijales admitted that he planned to drive the individuals to Maryland and that he expected to be paid approximately $1,500. He now faces up to 10 years in prison and up to three years of supervised release and up to a $250,000 fine. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. A walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Seven twelve on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township will have a lane restriction for brushing, and State Route 1037 in Great Bend Township will have a lane restriction for slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 35 degrees. A wind advisory in effect until 5 p.m. Today, rain before 1 p.m., then snow. Areas of blowing snow after 1 p.m., temperatures falling to around 13 degrees by 5 p.m. Windchill at negative 4. Chance of rain 100%. Tonight, chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a chance of snow showers, mainly between 7 p.m. and midnight. Areas of blowing snow before 8 p.m., Cloudy with a low near 3 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 17, chance of snow 50%. Tomorrow, slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 12 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 17, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 8 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 8. Christmas day, partly sunny with a high near 22, wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 11 degrees. 714. You're listening to WMBF. One of the top three. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. 
F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Ammo is on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Trevor Lawrence leaped for a touchdown, and the Jacksonville Jaguars continued their push towards the playoffs with their third straight victory, 19-3, over an embarrassed Zach Wilson and the New York Jets on a rainy, windy night. Lawrence finished 20 of 31 for 229 yards and ran for 51 yards, and the score on seven carries for the Jaguars. Wilson was booed frequently before he was replaced in the third quarter by Chris Streveler, elevated from the practice squad before the game. Jacksonville could win the AFC South title with victories in its final two games. It brings up a lot of quarterback questions for Jets head coach Robert Sala going forward, as long as Mike White is unable to play. The Buffalo Bills can clinch their third straight AFC East title when they meet the Bears in frigid Chicago on Saturday and a number one seed in the playoffs is in sight. The Bills clinched their fourth straight playoff berth with last week's win over Miami and would lock up the division with a win or tie against Chicago. A loss or tie by the Dolphins against Green Bay would also do it. Buffalo has the inside track towards the top seed in the AFC. Saturday's game won't be easy, with the National Weather Service predicting a high of 10 degrees with gusting wind. Rangers and Islanders play last night. Capo Caco scored the tie-breaking goal with 2.47 remaining, and the New York Rangers rallied for a 5-3 win over the crosstown rival Islanders for their eighth win in nine games. Barclay Goodrow had a goal and two assists, Julian Gauthier had a goal and an assist, and Artemi Panarin and Vincent Trocek also scored for the Rangers. Igor Shesterkin stopped 15 shots, Matthew Barzal and Alexander Romanov each had a goal and an assist, and Anders Lee also scored for the Islanders who lost for the fifth time in six games. Ilya Sorokin finished with 29 saves. Some baseball news. Agent Scott Boris says the San Francisco Giants asked for more time to investigate and discuss medical records of Carlos Correa and let a 1 p.m. deadline Tuesday pass to finalize that deal. Boris then struck a $315 million 12-year deal with the free-spending Mets, and Correa headed to New York for a physical on Thursday. Underwent the physical yesterday, Boris said results usually come back within 24 to 48 hours and timing of an announcement was up to the team. A news conference likely won't be scheduled until next month, after the holiday break. A weird saga with Carlos Correa and the New York Mets. It'll be interesting to see if the Mets see something in the physical that the Giants saw that makes them balk at the 12-year deal that they were offering Carlos Correa. It's worth noting that it's not his back or shoulder which were problems that kept him from getting this mega deal last year. But as of right now, looks like he'll be playing third base for the New York Mets on opening day. Probably better for him long term. He's a very good defensive shortstop, but better for his health long term to move to the corner. And besides, Francisco Lindor is one of the best defensive shortstops in all of baseball. So a little bit of an Alex Rodriguez situation. Except looking back, 
You could probably say Derek Jeter probably should have moved to third base. Alex Rodriguez was a much better shortstop than Derek Jeter was defensively. But Jeter, the captain of the Yankees, the face of the franchise, they kept him at shortstop. A-Rod moved to third base, worked out pretty well for him. And it has been an epic holiday season already for several major league teams and players a year after baseball trudged through an ugly labor dispute. Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, and Trey Turner combined for almost $1 billion in player contracts. Xander Bogarts, Jacob deGrom, Dansby Swanson, Carlos Rodon, Brandon Nimmo, and Wilson Contreras added up to another billion. Major League Baseball's March labor deal with the Players Union is a major engine behind the spending, along with a deep group of free agent options. And part of it is also ownership groups, like Steve Cohen and Peter Seidler from the San Diego Padres, willing to spend the money, knowing that they have the money to spend. The Padres is a really good example of there's no such thing as a small market in Major League Baseball. Every ownership group is in the billions. And it takes a lot for a baseball team to not be profitable. It's just not something that happens. Other baseball news, Trevor Bauer has been reinstated by Major League Baseball's independent arbitrator, allowing the pitcher to resume his career at the start of 2023 season. The Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher was given an unprecedented two-season suspension without pay by baseball commissioner Rob Manfred on April 29th. The suspension was for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy after a San Diego woman said Bauer beat and sexually abused her last year. Bauer denied the accusation. Major League Baseball said arbitrator Martin Scheinman upheld a 194-game suspension, but reinstated Bauer immediately. The suspension will cost Bauer more than $37 million in salary. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Hopes for a Santa Claus rally are quickly fading. After being down by 800 points around midday, the Dow Jones gave up 349 on Thursday to close barely above 33,000. The Standard & Poor's 500 and the Nasdaq Composite dove 1.45 and 2.18% respectively. Bloomberg reports this morning that Meta has agreed to pay $725 million to settle a long-running lawsuit that claimed that Facebook illegally shared user data with the research firm Cambridge Analytica. That UK-based company was connected to Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign and it gained access to 87 million Facebook users' data. Tesla is doubling its December discount to $7,500 for Model 3 sedans and Model Y SUVs. Analysts call the move a sign of slowing demand and competition from other EV manufacturers. The boosted discount comes ahead of a new federal tax credit of $7,500. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The thing is, I would never give blood before. You know, before this happened to me, I thought of every excuse of the book, but I'm so thankful that everybody didn't think the way I did or I would have died. Like so many new mothers, Noelle needed blood during the birth of her son. Thanks to the American Red Cross and a donor like you, it was there. One donation, just an hour of your time, can help save up to three lives. Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. Seven twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for ABC's political insights. 
Now your political insights from ABC News. The House and Senate should be on its way home by the end of the day. The Senate yesterday passing that massive $1.7 trillion year-long spending bill. House expecting to do the same today. The final January 6th report puts all evidence in a massive nearly 850-page report. The transcripts include a White House aide saying Trump allies asked them not to remember certain details. Others saying under oath the president knew he'd lost the election while still pushing false stolen election claims. The president presenting his Christmas address in the White House East Room, hoping... We'll drain the poison has infected our politics and set us against one another. President Biden grateful families can see each other again after a nearly three-year-long pandemic, praying for American troops and for people to take time to better understand each other's struggles. Those are your political insights. I'm Andy Field, ABC News. Hey everyone, this is James Kelly from WMBF. It is officially the holiday season. Holiday season coming to a close soon. The most wonderful time of the year. And now the perfect excuse to make some improvements to your car or truck. And JNR Auto Upholstery has everything you need to make your car or truck look great and get it ready for surviving a Binghamton winter. That's big this weekend. Big winter storm rolling in. First and foremost, get yourself prepped for winter with $20 off remote starters, $30 off two heated seats, and $200 off snow plows and salt spreaders so you can eliminate all weather-related problems on your morning commute. But it's not just winter preparation that JNR Auto Upholstery can do for you. They have great deals on so many other things to keep your car or truck looking great, like $30 off most hard or soft tonneau covers, 10% off bed liners and bed rugs, 10% off WeatherTech floor liners, $30 off trailer hitches, and of course, $30 off radio installations, so you can get your morning news with WMBF every day. So now is the time to visit my friends over at JNR Auto Upholstery, 20 Emma Street in Binghamton. Visit their website at jrupholstery.com or give them a call at 607-797-6832 for all your car or truck needs. Town Square. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 727 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have a couple lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township will have a lane restriction for brushing, and State Route 1037 in Great Bend Township will have lane restriction for slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 35 degrees. A wind advisory in effect until 5 p.m. Today rain before 1 p.m., then snow. Areas of blowing snow after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 13 degrees by 5 p.m. Windchill as low as negative 4. Chance of rain 100%. Tonight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a chance of snow showers mainly between 7 p.m. and midnight. Areas of blowing snow before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 3 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 17. Chance of snow 50%. Tomorrow, slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 12 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 17. 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 8 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 8 degrees. Christmas Day, partly sunny with a high near 22, wind as high as 25 miles per hour, and Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 11 degrees. 729, 
You're listening to WMBF. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. I know how to sing. Whitney Houston's story hits the big screen today in the film I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's an intimate look at Houston's rise to fame and her eventual downfall, portrayed by Naomi Ackle. Director Casey Lemons tells us Houston's estate handpicked the British actress. They saw something in her after a rigorous search for for who was going to play Whitney. They saw that spark that reminded them of the person that they knew very well and loved. Also new in theaters this weekend, let's go to Babylon. What I do means something. The latest film from Oscar-winning La La Land director Damien Chazelle stars Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, and Brad Pitt in a hedonistic tale about Hollywood's transition from silent films to talkies. You know, we hear about sex, drugs, and rock and roll of the 60s, early 70s. I think they had him beat. And on the small screen, the new Knives Out murder mystery Glass Onion hits Netflix. And Pearl Jam frontman Eddie Vedder is 58 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, December 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. The first full day of winter brought a mixed bag of precipitation to the Twin Tiers with periods of heavy snow followed by wind-driven rain. The National Weather Service office at the Greater Binghamton Airport issued a winter weather advisory for yesterday afternoon. A wind advisory was posted for late yesterday through 5 p.m. today. Forecasters predicted south winds could gust up to 50 miles per hour. The winds were expected to blow around unsecured objects. Tree limbs may also be brought down, resulting in scattered power outages. Temperatures this morning were expected to be in the 40s, but forecasters were warning of a flash freeze. They said temperatures could plunge into the low teens by late this afternoon. The village of Endicott has been awarded a $10 million grant designed to revitalize its downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced that Endicott was a winner in the latest round of the state's downtown revitalization initiative. Eight transformational projects are to be funded as part of an effort to attract businesses and create jobs. According to a news release from the governor's office, about $3.1 million is to be used to better link areas in the heart of Endicott using sidewalk and streetscape improvement, signage, landscaping, and lighting. The abandoned Kmart store in the former Endicott Plaza west of the village's business district is to be renovated. The 18-acre site between Vestal and Harrison Avenues is to be used as a warehouse distribution center by Green Mountain Electric Supply of Vermont. 
3.1 million in DRI funding is being allocated for that project. 910,000 is to be used to help pay for renovation of a building at 3236 Washington Avenue. Two upper floor apartments are planned along with development of a restaurant. $1,141,000 will be provided for building and site upgrades at the Southern Tier Community Center, the former Boys and Girls Club building just east of Union Endicott High School. The state grant also will make available $271,000 to set up a wine tasting business in a newly constructed building in the Little Italy neighborhood on Endicott's north side. In Broome County Court, Muhammad Aziz, age 23 of Johnson City, was sentenced to five years in New York State Prison and five years post-release supervision after pleading guilty to criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. On the 15th of June, 2022, the New York State Police Special Operations Response Team executed a search warrant at Aziz residence at 305 Grand Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Police recovered a quantity of cocaine and methamphetamine, along with an illegal and loaded 9mm pistol. Michael Perez, age 34, of Johnson City, was sentenced to two to four years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree. On November 5, 2021, Perez assaulted and threatened a UHS security officer with a knife outside of a UHS medical facility on Clinton Street in Binghamton. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said illegal weapon possession is a direct cause of violence in our community. Those who cannot abide by the law will be held accountable. Ramian Burt, age 46, of Albany, and Marion Frampton, age 43, of the Bronx, New York, were each sentenced today to 120 months in prison for conspiring to distribute and possessing with intent to distribute fentanyl and cocaine. In pleading guilty, Burton and Frampton admitted to driving from Albany to New York City to pick up fentanyl and cocaine for distribution in February of 2021. On the drive back to Albany, they were stopped by the New York State Police heading northbound on Interstate 87 in Catskill, New York, and 31 grams of fentanyl were discovered in a plastic bag in Frampton's boot. In searching the vehicle, the New York State Police discovered an additional 53 grams of fentanyl and 496 grams of cocaine in the glove compartment. Burt and Frampton admitted to possessing the fentanyl and cocaine and intending to distribute it. In 2002, Burt and Frampton were respectively convicted of possession with intent to distribute a controlled substance and conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute a controlled substance in the, New York, in the United States District Court for the Northern District of New York. Burt and Frampton were also each sentenced to an eight-year term of post-release supervision. State police in Watertown arrested David L. Eads, age 51, from Watertown, New York, for predatory sexual assault against a child, an A2 felony, and endangering the welfare of a child, a Class A misdemeanor. Eads' arrest is a result of a criminal investigation into sexual abuse against a female from 2015 to 2022, while the victim was 8 years old until 15 years old. Eads was processed at State Police Watertown and arraigned in Watertown City Court, where he was ordered held without bail pending a hearing. Just in time for Christmas, New York legislators passed a bill in both houses on Thursday that will make them the best-paid state lawmakers in the nation. If signed by the governor, members of the state assembly and Senate will make a base salary of $142,000 in the new year, a 29% raise over their current salary of $110,000. That raise would send them racing ahead of state lawmakers in California, who are the nation's best-paid legislators with a yearly base pay at about $119,000. Luis Madrigal Grijales, age 35, of Baltimore, Maryland, pled guilty to unlawfully transporting three illegal immigrants. As part of his guilty plea, Madrigal Grijales admitted that on a date prior to October 8, 2022, 
He was contacted by an individual who asked him to drive to Champlain, New York to pick up illegal immigrants and drive them back to Maryland. On October 8th, Madrigal Grijales drove to Champlain, New York from his home in Maryland and picked up three illegal immigrants. His vehicle was subsequently stopped by police near Plattsburgh, New York. Madrigal Grijales admitted that he planned to drive the individuals to Maryland and that he expected to be paid approximately $1,500. He now faces up to 10 years in prison and up to three years of supervised release and up to a $250,000 fine. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more, so I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Hi. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold in your house. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 741 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some rough weather in store for today going into tomorrow in Binghamton. It's going to make traveling a little bit difficult if you're like me and you have to make a nice little trip back home, go see some family. Four hours in the car through snow, heavy rain, wind chills as low as negative 17 degrees. I'm glad I'm going to be missing out on that. That's tomorrow's forecast. Negative 17 with the wind chill for Saturday. During the day. During the day. So luckily, I will be missing out on that. We'll be back home on Long Island. Hopefully enjoying some nice central heating. You know, that's one thing about my apartment that is driving me crazy so far. Since it started getting really cold, there is a huge gap in the door that goes out to our porch at the bottom of the door. And I got to find a way to cover that up. Because no matter how high we turn the heat on, it's just never warm. The apartment is just never warm. I get it. I'm more of a, a hoodies and blankets kind of person. I don't like to turn the heat on. I try to keep the heat off as much as I can. I got a little space heater I'm going to be taking home at some point. Once I finally get here early enough to get all the work done in the morning and then take the space heater back out to the car. But I got to warm it up somehow. Because I'm starting to get legitimately worried. This is a Binghamton winter. I haven't done an upstate New York winter in a long time. I'm going to freeze. I don't have any heat in my bedroom. I need the space heater. Otherwise, it's just cold all the time. And I like the cold weather, but not negative 17. Nobody likes negative 17 degrees. That shouldn't even be possible. 
So if you're going to be traveling through that like me, like I'll be doing today, I'll definitely drive safe. And remember that on busy traveling weekends like this, might see some extra patrols out there from law enforcement agencies. So no speeding. You shouldn't be speeding anyway because there's flash ice warnings. No texting and driving. You know all that stuff. Follow the rules of the road. Just make sure everybody gets where they're going nice and safe and preferably warm. 743, you're listening to WMBF. Steel out. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township will have a lane restriction for brushing. And 1037 in Great Bend Township will have lane restriction for slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 35 degrees. A wind advisory in effect until 5 p.m. Today rain before 1 p.m., then snow. Areas of blowing snow after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 13 degrees by 5 p.m. Windchill as low as negative 4 degrees. Chance of rain 100%. Tonight, chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a chance of snow showers, mainly between 7 p.m. and midnight. Areas of blowing snow before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 3 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 17. Chance of snow 50%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 12 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 17, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 8 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 8. And Christmas Day, partly sunny with a high near 22. Wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 11 degrees. 748, you're listening to WMBF. We're your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll. Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. Hey, hey, Pete. 750 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends. Hyundai is out with a new version of its tiniest electric vehicle, the Kona EV. Freelance auto journalist Roberto Baldwin says the first generation of Kona EV was popular with first-time electric car buyers. They're not looking for all these really weird, sort of like crazy futuristic settings and, and interiors. They just want a car that's an EV. I think the Kona has done a really great job of sort of doing that. This week, the company showed off a redesigned Kona. And while it still comes in gas and electric variants, Baldwin says this new version was designed as an EV first. Instead of going gas first, we're going electric first on this vehicle. And and that's anticipation for, you know, a larger number of people buying EVs. Pricing and range have yet to be announced. The efficiency on the Kona electric right now is really nice. So 
I'll be uh, really interested to see how much they've improved that. With Tech Trends, I'm Dave Packer, ABC News. Today might be the day I drop out of school, but you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I know. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.53 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Trevor Lawrence leaped for a touchdown, and the Jacksonville Jaguars continued their push towards the playoffs with their third straight victory. 19-3 over an embarrassed Zach Wilson in the New York Jets on a rainy, windy night. Lawrence finished 20-31 of 31 for 229 yards and ran for 51 yards and the score on seven carries for the Jaguars. Wilson was booed frequently before he was replaced in the third quarter by Chris Streveler, elevated from the practice squad before the game. Jacksonville would win the AFC South title with victories in its final two games and the New York Jets are watching their playoff hopes slip away. The Buffalo Bills can clinch their third straight AF AFC East title when they meet the Bears in frigid Chicago on Saturday, and a number one playoff seed is in sight. The Bills clinched their fourth straight playoff berth with last week's win over Miami and would lock up the division with a win or tie against Chicago. A loss or tie by the Dolphins against Green Bay would also do it. Buffalo has the inside track towards the top seed in the AFC. Saturday's game won't be easy, with the National Weather Service predicting a high of 10 degrees with gusting wind. Rangers and Islanders played last night. Capo Caco scored the tie-breaking goal with 2.47 remaining. And the New York Rangers rallied for a 5-3 win over the crosstown rival Islanders for their eighth win in nine games. Barclay Goodrow had a goal and two assists. Julian Gauthier had a goal and an assist, and Artemi Panarin and Vincent Trocek also scored for the Rangers. Igor Shesterkin stopped 15 shots. Matthew Barzal and Alexander Romanov each had a goal and an assist, and Anders Lee also scored for the Islanders, who lost for the fifth time in six games. Ilya Sorokin finished with 29 saves. Some baseball news. Agent Scott Boris says the San Francisco Giants asked for more time to investigate and discuss medical records of Carlos Correa and let a 1 p.m. deadline Tuesday pass to finalize that deal. Boris then struck a $315 million 12-year deal with the free-spending Mets, and Correa headed to New York for a physical. That physical was yesterday. Boris said the results usually come back within 24 to 48 hours, and timing of an announcement was up to the team. A news conference likely won't be scheduled until next month after the holiday break. And it has been an epic holiday season already for several major league teams and players. A year after baseball trudged through an ugly labor dispute, 
Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, and Trey Turner combined for almost $1 billion in player contracts. Xander Bogarts, Jacob deGrom, Dansby Swanson, Carlos Rodon, Brandon Nimmo, and Wilson Contreras added up to another billion. Major League Baseball's March labor deal with the Players Union is a major engine behind the spending, along with a deep group of free agent options and some ownership groups that are willing to spend. The Mets come to mind first, obviously. Steve Cohen, the richest owner in baseball, has had no problem running up his payroll around $500 million with luxury tax money included. But it's other teams, the Seattle Mariners, the San Diego Padres, who are spending money on top talent or attempting to spend money on top talent. Even though they are quote-unquote small market teams, it's always a good reminder that in Major League Baseball, there is no such thing as a small market team. There is only ownership groups made up of billionaires who are willing to spend money to put a competitive product on the field, or at least have a plan going forward if they're in a rebuilding phase. Other baseball news, Trevor Bauer has been reinstated by Major League Baseball's independent arbitrator, allowing the pitcher to resume his career at the start of the 2023 season. The Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher was given an unprecedented two-season suspension without pay by baseball commissioner Rob Manfred on April 29th. The suspension was for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy after a San Diego woman said Bauer beat and sexually abused her last year. Bauer denied the accusation. Major League Baseball said arbitrator Martin Scheiman upheld a 194-game suspension, but reinstated Bauer immediately. The suspension will cost Bauer more than $37 million in salary. 7.58, you're listening to WMBF. The, the thing is, I would never give blood before. You know, I, before this happened to me, I thought of every excuse of the book, but I'm so thankful that, that everybody didn't think the way I did, or I would have died. Like so many new mothers, Noelle needed blood during the birth of her son. Thanks to the American Red Cross and a donor like you, it was there. One donation, just an hour of your time, can help save up to three lives. Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with me, James Kelly. Got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about some things going on in the greater Binghamton area. Maybe talk about your holiday weekend plans or this wild weather that we're having. Coming up next, ABC News.